Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another edition of Coming Up Winners. I am your host, Jason McIntyre. Fresh off two really, really strong Game 7s in the NBA. I'm joined this week, special guest, Mr. Sean Hurley. He, he was the guy who came on, I think, back in February and called February. Virginia to win the title. Wahoo-wah. Back by popular demand, Sean Hurley. He, Tony huge, Bennett paying for my summer vacations and other things. Huge Boston Celtics fan. I'm sure we'll eventually get to um, well, the Celtics yeah, and Kyrie and his love for Terry Rozier. And yeah, Marcus Smart. <laughs> Oh, God. Smart. Uh, all right, quickly, we, we've been just riffing here before the podcast starts about the the two game sevens. And we just can't. So many things happened in Raptors Sixers at the end. Um, oh, Sean, let me ask. Did, did you have money on the game? Did oh, you have yeah. a side? So here's the thing. I'm big Raptors supporter. They're kind, <laughs> of, they're kind of my Virginia Cavaliers of the NBA. I just have crazy irrational confidence in them even though i've seen the same movie as everyone else has where in important playoff games they do undeniably get incredibly tight and their shooting percentages are just abysmal so as someone who laid the what was it six and a half oh no you did but i also had raptors series price obviously i bet raptors to win the east five to one before the season started like a, a lot of Money on that one. Don't <coughs> tell anyone that uh, one. He's a little nervous about uh, the series. Yeah. Uh, so it's like that ultimate how greedy do you get moment. Do you yeah. want overtime to try to cover or you can't. I couldn't get too greedy. So I like kind of didn't react to the Kawhi shocks. I was like kind of in shock and also kind of like did I want overtime to cover and get super greedy? But no, I'll, I'll take the series win and give my, uh, my ticket to cash the East yeah. at least a chance. Now I can hedge on Milwaukee. Even though I don't really believe in hedging, if you believe in not hedging, a hedger, no, I'm sure it's now, a smart play, but I, whatever. This, if you believe this, in something, you believe in it. This will go against cards on the table. Popular opinion, but I think the Sixers win that game in overtime. Kawhi Leonard was straight Maybe. up gassed. Uh, Nobody wanted a shot on the Raptors. I know. I mean, if Brett Brown had a damn clue there in the fourth quarter, Sixers win that game. Yeah, three yeah. straight possessions when it was tied, and they got jack squat. They didn't hit the rim. Right. It if, was like turnover, shot clock violation, shot clock. They they were clearly tight too. If they have a normal shooting, I mean, obviously anyone has a normal shooting game in a game seven. Any of these teams win, but everyone, <laughs> nobody could hit hit water. You know, whatever the hell yeah. that expression is um it was bad but yeah i'm a sixers hater and a raptors lover so i am not of the opinion that the sixers belonged on the same court as toronto how it went to seven is beyond me oh stop it hey we survived all right let's go to the west and start with the first game here in the conference finals warriors favor by eight big number in my opinion against the blazers tuesday night we're recording this monday morning out here in la kevin durant has officially been ruled out of the first two games, I haven't seen the line go either way. Mm-hmm. Sean, um, I gotta say, I got a player prop here. I want to oh. quickly look at the series first of all. I think the Warriors are massive favorites, big favorites, what and minus five hundred. Yeah, I'm not touching that with the Kevin Durant status uncertain because I gotta say, people are freaking out about the Warriors playing well without Durant. It was five quarters, man. That's yeah. it. It was I against a choking dog, Houston Rockets, right. who. I mean, you could argue that Mike D'Antoni can't coach his way out of a paper bag, and he's awful, and that the team just freaked out at home. I would not touch Warriors minus 500, especially without knowing Kevin Durant's health. Yeah, I mean, there's no real value. You might as well just bet games. Like, I, I don't. I think it's too big of a yeah. risk. And if you were like Portland in that situation, well, you could have had them 
I think twelve to one to win the West after they beat OKC. Really? So if you're not if you didn't do it then, you're not going to do it now. No, it's like certainly not. Yeah, but I, I give Portland little to no shot in this series. I just, what? I, I think it's a matchup nightmare. Like, okay, well, this how is you beat Golden State <laughs> is you put a, a a a giant in the middle that they can't defend that can they can run their offense around. Hmm, who had a giant in the middle that they run their offense around? Denver could have given Golden State problems. Now you have a guy who can't even eat or drink water. You know, it, it's going to catch up to him at some point. It's unfortunate that uh, Andy's got you know he's eat got the or, shoulder. Oh, I forgot industry. that was like drink water. Enos Cantor. I mean, I'm not trying. Ramadan. Of course, okay, it's, gotcha, it's, gotcha. it's 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 incredible. You know what he's doing, and I know like Elijah did it back in the day, but like that is a. It's a handicap. Yeah. Like, I don't is, even know if he's going to play that much, to be honest. Right. No, not to mention his nightmare in the pick right. and roll. I mean, he can't defend it at all. I'm sure I don't if this was the regular the season, factor. his shoulder would have kept him out a yeah. couple months, too. So, so I, I totally disagree, Sean. I, I think the way you beat Golden State, and first of all, nobody's beaten the Kevin Durant Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rockets pushed them seven. The Rockets pushed them six. Mm-hmm. Clippers pushed them six. And none of them had a good big. I would say it's a three-point shooting. Right. And Portland right now... Uh, in the NBA playoffs, they are fourth in the West or fourth in the NBA uh, shooting threes, thirty-five percent. Rockets uh, were second, thirty-six percent. And when you take out Kevin Durant, I I don't know about the Golden State offense. I think Portland in Game One plus eight is definitely a play for me. I think the Warriors, you know, again came off that win in Houston. I think they're going to be gassed up. They've struggled at home at times mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I mean, they lost two at home to to the Clippers. And I, I think this Portland team is deeper, and I, I actually think the matchups favor Portland. I think we're going to see a lot of Zach Collins. I know people can mm-hmm. laugh. He's a young guy. I like he him. played really yeah. well against Jokic. He's not going to back down from Draymond Green the way Clint Capella looked like he was I shook. I mean, Capella, Clint Capella was like, I, I don't want any part of this. Capella should honestly forfeit whatever salary The $92 million they gave him. No, after being a breakout star, yeah. calling out, we're better than the Warriors last year. No, then he dude, calls him out again out here, after man. doing nothing against Utah and being like, oh, yeah, you know. I, I, I appreciate that he was honest. Of course they wanted another chance at the Warriors, but... He was just brutal. Now, um, uh, maybe Zach Collins eventually matches up against Durant because they don't have a good matchup for Durant when he comes back. Rodney Hood had the knee injury. Collins. I like Rodney Hood. Where are you on the Duke star, well, Rodney the, Hood? That's the Who, problem. You saw him hyperextend his knee yesterday, yeah. so he's a huge question mark. Here's the problem with Portland, and really a problem with every single team except Milwaukee, it seems like. You're still trying to figure out what your rotations are, who you can trust. Yeah, Like, they're playing, I think, Chief Aminu's played seven minutes yesterday. Oh, well, Amino and Harkless were seven unplayable minutes? late right. against Denver, and, and they were better, the right? They were right. better without those guys. Um, but all of a sudden, Hood comes in, and they're like, oh, is Hood our guy now? And maybe he was just a great matchup and got his confidence back. Now he's out. So is Harkless's ankle Well, better? I got the is... name. We got Conrad's guy from Ohio State, Evan Turner, who yes. was a joke Evan former guy. Celtic. Uh, Evan Big. Turner was unplayable. He won that game yesterday. Yeah, he, he was unbelievable in Game 7. He's got the experience. He was a clutch player with the Buckeyes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think Portland's depth is much better. And um, quick note on on Damian Lillard. He has looked tired in the last he few has. games against he had Denver. A rough series. Three for seventeen in Game Seven. Credit to Gary Harris. Gary too, Harris who was is a awesome monster. defensively. Yes, he so is awesome. I will though add this: Damian Lillard is an Oakland guy. He has played great against uh, Golden State this year. Yep. He is not going to come out and defer to CJ the way uh, he did there down the stretch. Yeah. I. <sighs> 
I, I, I have some concerns about the Warriors. Now, people will, listening will laugh and say, huh, you gave out the Rockets as your right. best bet in Game 6. I'll let Sean take it away. He was all over Golden State. He was one of the guys texting me, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Golden State is definitely the play. Well, just that, And I even had to say, what time are all these three Game 7s? Yes, you know, after yes, that you're game? taking shots at me it's, on Twitter. No, it's just because that's kind of my general fade the public, you know, mantra. It's like when everything, when everyone thinks something is a guarantee, like, oh, Durant's out, which means we're definitely getting a game set. It's like, really? Isn't this the same team that got smoked by 20 against the Spurs when they didn't even have Kawhi or I think it was Kawhi and Parker were out that year uh, a couple right. years ago? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, it was more just like Houston is not a team that you're like a guarantee to do anything. They can, yeah. they can fool you at any Complete time. Complete fraud. So my thing with the Warriors is like, like you said, they lost a couple games to the Clippers. To me, that's the Warriors beating themselves. Right. So it wasn't like anything in the clip. I know like Williams and Harrell had a couple amazing well, games. Well, Williams and Harrell with the pick and roll gave yeah, them yeah. a lot of oh, problems. Oh, for sure. They did. And you can, the Warriors like are vulnerable. Their their depth is a serious problem. Like you can't expect Kavon Looney to have like 15 points oh. off the bench again. Um, but didn't it seem like Durant's injury at least allowed the Warriors to finally wake up? I and think it inspired them. They're like, oh crap, now we have a reason to not be bored anymore. Because they're just, they've, they've admitted they're bored through the regular season. It's practice for them. And then they're even still bored in the playoffs because they're like, oh, worst case, oh, it took us to six games and we go beat the Clippers by 30 in the But own is building. that short term, as in five quarters? Or is that, hey, yeah. we're going to wake up for an entire series? I looked at every Warriors Blazers regular season matchup. And again, you don't want to overreact to any of this couple things jumped out. So Andre Iguodala got so frustrated against Portland, he chucked the ball into the stands at halftime and got ejected. In the fourth meeting, Steve Kerr got ejected, flipped out. And by the way, Portland won the fourth quarter by like a million points uh, and and crushed Golden State late in the season. I don't want to go overboard. All four matchups, they had Nurkic, uh, who's not in this series. So they haven't seen Cantor, although... Uh, you know, remember Cantor with OKC struggled uh, against Golden State. I think mm-hmm. he did, yeah. I'm pretty sure he did with OKC. Certainly wasn't a factor. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm looking at plus eight uh, in game one for Portland. The one prop that jumps out at me, and, you know, Sean produces uh, the Undisputed here at FS1, and we've been talking gambling for as long as I've been out here now, yep. for about three years. And anytime you see a number that looks fishy, Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a second, what's up with that? So right. CJ McCollum. Why, that's why I almost wanted to take. I, I was almost hesitant to take Golden State the other night because I'm like, the public's on them because they were getting so many points, mm-hmm. and it's like usually when it's so many points, like you said, Vegas usually knows something, but not that night. So in game one here, CJ McCollum. Oh, coming off game seven where CJ McCollum had how many points did he scored yesterday? Uh, like 39? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. I think. He yeah. was unbelievable. Okay. His Unreal. player prop bet for game one is twenty-four and a half. Sean. Right. So okay. every Jerry in the world is going to be like, what in the hell? 24 and a half. But Pound re- the over. Exactly. So I believe the play here would be the under. Correct. And I th- my guess is Andre Iguodala matches up with C.J. McCollum because his mid-range game is good. Iguodala is good defending the mid-range, the long arms. You put Clay on Damian Lillard. Uh, you hide Steph on Aminu or Harkless or Evan mm-hmm. Turner, whoever. And I, I think Igudala can kind of do a good job against C.J. McCollum. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think I was just telling you, um, you know, before we started this, too, it's like game ones are probably the games you want to tread lightly on player props just because you don't – you want to see how the matchups unfold. Like, you have no idea if Terry Stotts is like, hey, this is a Maurice Harkless series <laughs> or a Aminu series. Like, you, you just – you're just not quite sure. You don't know if – if you're Steve Kerr, do you put Clay on Lillard? Do you put him on McCollum? Do you put him, you know, like yeah. you said, you have Iggy on on McCollum. Um, 
I'm also a little bit worried about how long Iguodala can keep this up, considering yeah, great point. how he plays like 15 minutes a night in the regular season. Now they're just going to play him 40 and, and be a consistent starter. Yeah. Um, but no, the the who Kerr matches up with Portland's backcourt is definitely the key to the right. series, and kind of would scare me off any big time. Um, you know, plays on a, on a game one prop, but I would definitely lean McCollum under only to fade this yes. public overreaction. Uh, so minutes for Iguodala is going to be an issue. Uh, 34 and a half minutes per game against the Rockets. And again, he's not going to be able to hold that up against Damon CJ. Uh, Cause that was against James Harden, all ISO minutes, you yep. know? So uh, I don't know that, that I, does that put a button on game one for the series? Um, I think it does. The other guy I would look at is Draymond Green. For some reason, he has struggled against Portland. Again, that could be a lot against Nurkic. Uh, his scoring was up with Kevin Durant, yeah. and then it went down. If you looked at the last two games, he wasn't looking to score. He was a facilitator. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll look at Draymond number as a possible under. Again, we'll see. That's not definitely a play. Maybe points, yeah. I, I personally love pounding uh, Draymond's rebound and assists over, mm. especially with KD out because— right. A, you see his eyes light up when it when KD's out, and he's like, because you remember, you know, their altercation on the bench where he called him the B word and whatnot. He we was can saying, say that on here, right, Conrad? <laughs> he was saying, uh, yeah, the unforgivable word. But he was saying, we won a title without you. Leave. We Gosh, can do I, this without I you. So, Draymond of course, Draymond that. is going to. And, you know, you and I argue about, you know, Steph Curry, best point guard, blah, blah, blah. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, we got to Not do even that. about Steph Curry. Yeah. I'm not even trying to bring him up. But I do. And you saw in Game 6, really Draymond kind of runs point for them, especially in the big moments. He's taking the ball up. He It's running through him. So I think his assist numbers are going to be huge. And he's been on that anti-Joel uh, Embiid diet these past couple weeks oh, ever since you know they kind of hinted that he was overweight. Draymond admitted he's overweight. He said, I'm good. Give me a few days. Hit that kale. Hit that juice cleanse. Hit that kale. <laughs> and he is looking <laughs> Mr. sleek. Mr. L.A. Hit Dre that Dre is looking sleek, and he has been clear MVP of the Warriors, in my opinion, in the yeah. playoffs. All right, let's move to the East. Raptors, Bucks. Um, I, is this an ex- a series you're excited about? Oh, I, mean, I cannot wait oh, for this series. It. I kind of wish your Celtics were here. but I'm going to cancel my birthday there. reservations for Game 6. Just looked at the oh, schedule. Wow. It's oh, over. Boy. Yeah, yeah we're watching games, that game. It was that Memorial Day weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, May 26th, no. greatest day in human history. Okay, I'll send you a card. Uh, Raptors, Bucks, Game 1. The line I'm seeing is Ra- uh, Bucks by 6. Yeah. Now, the, the game is Wednesday. The Bucks haven't played since last Wednesday. Yep. My first inclination, I haven't seen a first half line, would be I would like to look at the Raptors on the first half. Yes. My only fear of that, I would be all over that, and I will be on it. I'll be on Toronto because I just can't not bet Toronto. It's not in my makeup. Anyway, but I do also think it's a decent play. My fear is how bad the Bucks were in game one last series. They were all, they got beat by like that 22 like, by exactly. Celtics. That's a good so point. So they're going to be in the locker room hearing, we cannot do this again. You guys played nervous. You guys played tight. Uh, Giannis was awful. Horford was locking him down. Uh, couldn't hit a shot. Like they're gonna know that they cannot start a series like that again against a team hmm. that's just flat out better than the Celtics. What, what I think, I think your Raptors are a bit overrated here. First of all, they uh, look like it. They played a yeah. Celtics team that was 14th in defensive efficiency in the regular season, only sixth in the playoffs, okay? Mm-hmm. The Bucks were first in the regular season and are first in the playoffs. Now, yeah. I know some of that's inflated with games against the sorry-ass Pistons, uh, <laughs> and your Celtics offense is, is very, very bad. But this is a <laughs> great guy. defensive team. Um, and and I, as I said earlier, if that game goes to overtime, I think the Sixers win Game 7. 
I don't know. I have a feeling the Raptors could get smoked in the series, like in five. Oh, on paper, the the Bucks are unbeatable. On paper, the Bucks are your NBA champions. Like, but as we know, these games aren't played on paper. My theory all year is that certain teams, especially like Budenholzer teams, like and Brad Stevens teams, and um, hell, even Toronto, like they play, they're so consistent in the regular season that they don't really have that extra gear, that extra f- switch that like the Warriors flip. Um, so I don't know. I've always kind of pegged Milwaukee as like they're gonna roll, they're gonna roll, they're gonna roll. But then, is it like those Budenholzer Hawks teams oh, that gosh. won sixty games? They yeah. make the Eastern Finals. Four All Stars, baby! Right? Like, are they gonna get afraid of the moment at some point? Because in reality, they just haven't been there. Um, but no, you're you're absolutely right in 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 doubting Toronto. They have not consistently looked the part. Like you know, you look at Game Five against Philly, and you're like, "Holy crap, these guys are world beaters." When everyone's going, but they're not all going. They're not like all they, going. Yeah. They're not designed to be this. Like we're saying, Kawhi carrying this team, it should not be that way. No. The guys just aren't making yeah. shots. You have Kyle Lowry, a, a perennial All Star. You have Marcus All. How many All NBA teams? Defensive Player of the Year. Come I know on, he's a little bit. He's, he's a, a little bit older in the two. But you love Marcus. Well, his too. defense. Are, against by the way, he played forty-five his, minutes yesterday. It, you should. He will not get any credit because of how sick and injured and bad Embiid was. Oh, forget but it, that Embiid, was man. a clinic on how to play post yeah. defense for seven games, and he deserves credit for that. But he needs to realize. Remember, he's Marcus. Him and Lowry need to just look in the mirror and say, "We are all stars. We are borderline. We are Olympic gold medalists. We are champions." <laughs> they are, but like, just man up and and just breathe and make some shots. And Lowry or uh, Gasol, when you have a smaller guy on you, you are Marcus Saul. Take your shot. He don't want Stop it. Stop deferring. He don't want it. But and again. Everyone's like, oh, the Sixers made this big trade. They're they're still learning how to play together. Look at Toronto. Besides Lowry and Ibaka, there is yeah. nobody on that team that ever played together. Yeah. So and Van Vliet, but he's been. He's been uh, on, by the way, I was gonna just Van say, Vliet's I at Van eating Vliet. whatever Embiid is eating. My oh, God, five from the field in 15 minutes. Fred Van Nurse Vliet ate the North. Shrunk, <laughs> shrunk the bench. Hey, I got to give some credit to Nick Nurse. Uh, going with Ibaka down the stretch was massive yesterday. Oh, it was, Ibaka was terrible I in, hate the, in the whole series. <laughs> I'm not a big Ibaka fan, but four he offensive was, rebounds. It was the Serge Ibaka game. It really dude, was. Plus 22, uh, 17 points. It, by far his best game of the series. I'm going to give you my favorite player prop for this series, and there's going to be value for the first two games before Vegas adjusts. Okay. Pascal Siakam. I'm telling you, he's going to be a tough matchup for the Bucks In the yeah. regular season, I know it's regular season, four games, he averaged 24 a game, shot 64% from the field, 43% from three. That's the best he did versus any team in the NBA okay. that he faced four times. Against Milwaukee, they don't have a great matchup for him. Okay, Brooke Lopez can't guard him the way Embiid did. He just doesn't move his feet quick enough. That leaves you Middleton, who's a little smaller, 6'7". I think he might get eaten up by Middleton. Middleton could get eaten up by Siakam. And it leaves you with Miritich Miritich. or Ilyasova. Right. I don't know about either of those guys. Ilyasova can can defend. He can defend. He was great, I think, two years ago in the playoffs for the Sixers. Uh, Not this year, but last year. Um, Very good. Again, I think Siakam could be the guy. My guess is Giannis on Kawhi, right? Uh, I would think... Yeah, you got to have if, because like I'm saying with Marcus All, if you don't have Lopez on him, he should just destroy anyone else they try to throw on him. Any basically anyone that has Miritich on them, go to the hoop every yeah, time. Miritich doesn't easy. play D, but he can he can hit from cone. So I saw in game one Pascal Siakam. Now again, every Joe who watched Siakam be terrified in game seven, yep. four of 11, exactly. 11 points. He didn't want it. 
His over-under for game one is 19. I think everybody's going to look at that being 19 and a half. Only 19? What? I'm pounding that under. He's not going to score. And I think Siakam shows up on the road in game one. That will be my best play. I'm also, haven't bet it yet, but I, because I haven't seen a line. Raptors first half of game one. I I would lean Bucks overall. Um, And again, in-game betting will certainly present opportunities. Yeah, for sure. uh, like, like this Toronto bench. It was shrunk yeah. against the Sixers. Uh, Norman Powell didn't play. McCaw didn't play. Uh, Van Vliet, non-factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, this just screams bucks and five to me. Uh-huh. On paper, I, I cannot argue with that. Again, I, I picked toronto to win these before the season i picked them to win the title before the playoffs I've, so I'm, I'm sticking with it again i am not impressed with how they're playing i could not have been more impressed with their defense yesterday i know everyone's gonna bash philly for not shooting but man their rotations were everywhere they were playing as one yeah I you know gasol calling everything out from the middle yeah, okay but lowry always in the right spot so always the, making the steals joel Embiid had he would get the ball on the rotation yeah. for three and he would like do his slow pump fake thing and then drive right and if he's a turnover he machine on those yeah. drives he's a lumbering seven footer why is he so reluctant to shoot one of six from deep i mean dude come Philly, on everyone they all need to just like check their egos and realize that they're young be a little more humble they have a lot of work to do i did like what i heard from Embiid after the game being respectful of you know everyone and not being a, a jackass like normal um now it's time to ride the Toronto supporting cast. Everyone's out on them. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fair. I th- I'm, I'm just Danny hoping Green game, that baby. now that they're in the conference finals, it's like, okay, the season's a win. You know, the Kawhi, everyone is in agreement that Kawhi trade was a huge, huge trade. Like, yeah. it certainly was a success. They probably they got one step further than where they got with, with, DeRozan, with yeah. the, ugh, the ugly DeRozan era. Um, so now, as long as they just breathe, and I'm sorry, I've never seen more rim outs on these three. It's like oh, they're on. just putting it like hold a hold cover up. on your the- Celtics got smoked by the Bucks bench. Guys like George Hill and Pat Connaughton. Now you add Malcolm Brogdon back. I'm assuming but he's going to be think healthy. The Blazers miss Connaughton, by the way. Just oh, Connaughton is incredible. Oh I mean, he's awesome. a, by the way, he's a consummate Celtics he's, guy. He's seriously getting white like guy two- who can jump, yeah. and splash threes. He's consistently getting like eight rebounds in like 15 yeah, minutes. Dude. It's crazy. Listen. I, their bench should slaughter Toronto. I mean, it's not even close. Oh, I agree. Yeah, no. I, where's the advantage in this series for Toronto? Again, I, I, I it, it's, it's th- hoping that when Toronto's shots start falling, everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, this team has so much talent. Like they're gonna be like, oh, that's you're right. Marcus Gasol is one of the best centers of the past decade. Oh, you know, right. Kyle Lowry has been Con- one of the Conrad five best. Conrad is. Uh, it looks like Danny Green is a champion with Danny with, Green. I mean, they benched him down the stretch against him. He looks like he's running with with. Uh, with arrows stuck through his calves. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. He's looking like Vlad Guerrero out there. The 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 old Vlad Guerrero, not whoever is. Yeah, he, he's, hot shot he's got a piano is. on his back. I what mean, a the bizarre. Guy, he's just very strange. Okay, quickly, but that's a lot of gambling on the series. This is um I you can, I don't think you can bet on this yet, but there's we're starting to see off-season player props. Sportsbook.fanduel.com. Uh we're not going to do any NBA bets cuz you're really throwing darts with who's going to win the draft. Yeah. But um if you look at where Ben Simmons will be, I don't know if someone will offer it, maybe bet online or someone, where Ben Simmons will be on opening night. I would just is like he to, with the Sixers? He better be. Can I, I would agree with can that. Can I remind everyone that this kid is 22 years old, is 7 feet, and was just called the fastest player with the ball by his coach, you know, a 7-foot point guard. Everyone's like, oh, he can't shoot, he can't shoot. There's never been a good NBA player that can't shoot. 
can I interest you in Rajon Rondo, who for, <laughs> for a time was, you know, obviously a, one of the three best point guards in the league, five best point guards in the league. Like, he's 22. Did he, has he been a little, did he, was he a little full of himself and, you know, spending too much time clubbing in LA instead of practicing his jump shot? Of course. What 22 year old, we act like these, these 20, 22 year old guys, like, need to make the finals immediately. They don't. I it's would, just not how it works. Thousand percent. Can we agree. slow down? So I just the guy taped. is an, the guy is a generational talent, a seven foot point guard. Just let that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just I, so insane. I just taped a, f- a thing for Fox awesome. with um, Stephen Jackson, and yep. Stephen Jackson obviously has a lot Shout of friends out in the Jack. NBA. Captain Jack, great Jack guy, of all shades. very fun dude to hang out with behind the scenes here at FS1. He's tight with Jimmy Butler. I don't know if this is coming from Butler or it's just Stephen Jackson talking. Yep. He thinks real they should look to move Ben Simmons to the Nets and try to get D'Angelo Russell, oh, a shooter, and Lavert a shooter. Uh, you couldn't... Like I couldn't. I can't give up Ben Simmons. A player I'm so high on Ben Simmons versus a player I wouldn't trade a ham sandwich for in D'Angelo Russell. I, I hate this take <laughs> listen, so much. They already bailed on Fultz. I, listen, I know Fultz had a really rough go in life. The shooting, giving up on these young guys is risky. Remember, the Warriors had a situation with Steph Curry and Monte Ellis. Yep. And they were like, should we trade Curry? We don't know. And ultimately, they traded Monte Ellis because they tried to unload Curry. Yeah. And they would. Shout uh, out I Monte think it was the Ellis. Bucks would not take Curry. And the Bucks took Monte Ellis. Again, you want to bail on these guys when mm-hmm. they're really young. Just be careful because right. players improve and get better. Did anybody think after one or two years, Giannis was going to be an MVP in the league? Okay, no. uh, just be patient. OKC traded Process. James Harden, who and whatever his playoff struggles, understandable. He's an MVP in the league who's averaging 36 points a game. It's you don't give up on guys early. I agree. These owners and fans, they everyone thinks we need to win right away, right away, right away. Why not just let this Warriors okay. dynasty hopefully collapse? Then you hit hopefully your strides. Then you develop. Same thing I've been say- saying about the Celtics. Like, Just because 20-year-old Jalen Brown and 20-year-old Jason Tatum couldn't win Game 7 last year— what? In two years, they can't do it. You absolutely need to sell the farm. You know, it's so let's uh, slow right. I'll down. get you out of here on this, Sean. Sean Hurley, producer of the Undisputed. The uh, Undisputed. Very smart guy. I believe it's Loves just gambling. Undisputed with Skip and Chad. The Undisputed. America's fastest growing sports show. You got the title. Yeah. Um, giving up on young players. If you are the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. and Kyrie says, yeah, I'll stay if you get Anthony Davis, do you give up Jason <sighs> Tatum? You just and, J- and Jalen Brown, you, sent you shivers have. down my spine with even the possibility of Kyrie I mean, staying. Again. and I'm getting so terrified that he actually is going to stay, just because everyone <laughs> thinks it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone. Yeah, so the opposite, and it never yeah. is. Here's the thing with Tatum. Tatum had a horrible year. He deserves he deserves crap. Every sophomore has a sophomore slump. Donovan Mitchell had one of the worst playoffs I've ever seen in my life. No one's given him He was bad in the first round. He got a pass. Kobe yes. Bryant ruined Jason Tatum. I put all the blame on him trying to teach him his <laughs> selfish Mamba mentality, which only works when you have Shaq and Pau Gasol and whatever the hell. Andrew Bynum. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, that's a fair point. Um, but, yeah, back to my – like, I, I would sell the farm for Anthony Davis because, again – You wanna, would? Yeah, because – He's another again. Ben Simmons is a guy you just cannot find. Like generational, you don't find seven foot point guards. You don't find seven footers like Anthony Davis with point guard skills. You know that can do everything. And he plays two ways. Tatum, Simmons, averaged. and Davis play two ways. I like two way, two way players. Shout out to the Jason coach of Tatum? Mighty Ducks D three. Does Jason two Tatum way. play two ways or no? No. Okay. He, he has he potential. Averaged. No, he's got a lot better though. Here's the Bucks series. He has potential for twenty one year old Jason Tatum. Conrad, be ready. I'm teeing you up, and you know what's coming. Jason Tatum averaged 12 and 7 
Mm-hmm. Shot 34% from the field, 10% on threes. Producer Conrad had said, I think last week, two weeks ago, that he thinks Brandon Ingram is better than Jason Tatum. Um, I mean, listen. Just, defend yourself. Yeah, let's hear No, it. no, give me, give me the long run. I think that if Anthony Davis and if the Pelicans have a chance to make the move on either one of the teams, I think that I would take a package giving two or three players that are already NBA-ready have proven they can score the basketball. Ingram proved this year that he could be a legit number two to LeBron James. There was a couple – there was like two or three games where he literally proved, like, I can have the ball down the stretch. I can make the plays a lot like Kyrie did when he was in his first couple of years with LeBron, where he said, if you give me the rock, if you're sitting out, I can make the plays. Jason Tatum has not proven that to me. He had the one good series last year without Kyrie, yeah. but that was playing with you have the ball in your hands. The world is at your at your fingertips. You do what you want with it. Jason Tatum, to me, is too much of an isolation type player right now, especially with how the Celtics are, are put together. I like Jalen Brown no, better that, than I like Jason Tatum. I think, I, and, and then like Sean mentioned, give me someone that's going to play on both ends of the ball. I, I need someone that's going to play defense, someone that's going to play offense. Could you imagine if Kawhi Leonard only played offense? I mean, he wouldn't be Kawhi Leonard. These are all good points. I do want to say Jace, uh, Brandon Ingram. Uh, I'm a fan. He's been injured the last two years, missed over 20 games. The blood clot thing yeah. is real. I know he averaged 18 a game. Uh, he is 21 like Tatum. But there is no way I'm trading Jason Tatum for a rental of Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. I do not yeah. bail on young guys. Oh, I agree. Now, I, if, I'm, if I'm the Lakers and you know Anthony Davis is signing, yeah, I'm trading Ingram and Kuzma. Go ahead. I'm not giving up on Jason Tatum. I, it's it's four bad games. Right. One I, series that was awful. I'm of the opinion that when these trades happen, there's at least these GMs at least know a little bit more than us as far as you know their chances of re-signing them. Like I know Kawhi was a shot in the dark. Toronto had to make. Well, what percentage chance Kawhi stays in Toronto? I've always thought it was pretty strong. I think last night it turned it up over fifty percent. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Over fifty. Yeah. Uh, but all oh, right, but Anthony Davis. Yeah. So Anthony. they're gonna know. Again, it's not like they're convincing Anthony Davis to stay long term in like Memphis or like our super small market. It's Utah. Bo- yeah. okay, this is the Boston go. Celtics. Like, Boston, yes. You can sell them all these banners. You can be the next Larry Bird. You know all this stuff that everyone. The Celtics have a lot of confidence. I know in their ability to sell their brand to these players, and you've seen countless guys kind of fall in love with it. Even Kyrie pretended like he was falling in love with it. But. See, for those exact reasons alone, that's why I don't think that Danny Ainge makes the chance at taking someone like Anthony Davis and having him just walk away. I think that he can get players to come to Boston when he wants. You already have a top three right. head coach in the league. You have two budding superstars. Well, wait, hold time out. Is Stevens, did his rep take a hit in this series, he got outcoached by Blue yeah. I, I, badly. To be completely honest, I think if you watch the Boston Celtics all year, this is exactly what you saw That's all season. Were, exactly. this, this is exa- like people that That's are coming what, out right now that are so like. Is Steven yes. still a top three coach? Yes. It's, it's, okay. it's yeah. disrespectful to Milwaukee how much people are like, "What's wrong with the Celtics? They were supposed to no, lose no, yeah. five. I mean, like, look at Terry Rozier come off the bench of that team. I'm just saying, I think Danny Ainge is too smart. When you fleece yes. the Nets like he fleeced oh, the yeah. Nets and took all their picks, he knows that he is stockpiled in gold and first round picks. And he's taking L's right now. Everyone's like, "You struck well, out." He's on a hospital bed. No, exactly. A heart but like, of course, getting rid of Isaiah was smart. But he kind of bet on the wrong horse in Kyrie. You can't. That's and that's what I'm saying. That's and, and, and that's why I don't think he's going to get burned twice because exactly. if Kyrie turns into a rental, he's not going to allow the same thing happen to Anthony Davis. And Ainge has been hawking Anthony Davis since high school. So that's why I thought he, he's someone I trust to get things done, and he's not going to let this one slip through the cracks that he's been chasing for over a decade now. But don't get me wrong. If Anthony Davis says, you know what, I'll sign the max and I'll give coming to Boston, then I think Anthony Davis would be I, I a lot of option. I don't think Anthony Davis would say that. Um, would he? Well, I mean, it, would be, it could be a sign-in trade. It could be whatever. I'm just telling you that if he's giving up Tatum and or Brown, 
Danny Ainge is going to make sure that he's getting Anthony Davis longer than one season. We'll get you out of here on this with a gambling note. Kyrie Irving last week, the odds where he would end up the Brooklyn Nets were atop the list again. It's probably low limits. I don't know what they're basing it on. I can't imagine Vegas has inside information on yeah. Kyrie Irving's. I they, don't think Kyrie might. Irving right now knows where he wants to go. Yeah. But the Brooklyn Nets top the charts. and That would be the bet I would make, that's for sure, just because it seems so random. That's basically the DNA of Kyrie Irving. Who yeah. He leaves LeBron. Well, everyone's like— Leaves hey. Brad Stevens. I know, but again, it's like if he wants to play in New York, I know the Knicks are the iconic franchise, but— who the hell would want it? <laughs> like, if you're at, they're a, they're a mess. They're like everything. We're all panicking about the Lakers out here. The Knicks have been this for like decades now. Do you think there's a player, a, a Kyrie, a KD in their mind who thinks I can go to New York and turn it around? Imagine the oh, hero yeah. you'll be in New York. Oh no! I if think you can take them out of the dumpster yeah. fire of 15, 20 years. It's the it's the right legacy move for both he and Durant. But you know, if you're would you if you don't want James Dolan stink on you, why not play in the same city? You know that's up and coming and has again, a better coach. A be- I mean, I know people like Fizdale, but Atkinson is really good. Fizdale. I mean, do we know he's a good coach just because LeBron claims LeBron, he's a good coach yeah, and he had that yeah. one funny soundbite and we're all like, the guy tried to break up the grit and grind culture in Memphis and they were not having. I it. think the front office also was a part of that. John Ugh, Hollinger that was and those just guys. awful. Huh. All right. Well, we just did a lot on the conference finals. Well, you got to trade Russell if you get Kyrie too. So I'm not a big those, D'Angelo Russell guy. No Conrad's an Ohio State dude. If those two um, are in the same team, my God. No, no, that would need never three work. basketballs. On the I, court. I think right now the only team that's willing to pay D'Angelo Russell maybe the Orlando Magic or the Phoenix Suns who have don't fun. have a point guard. Yeah. You know, maybe the Suns get John Morant in the draft, but Orlando is like D'Lo a playoff team. strikes me as yeah, a guy who's in the like if he's in the playoffs, he will, he's not winning. Playoff he's just series. such a he's just not winning guy. basketball. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, Conrad is scoffing because he's a big D'Angelo Russell, Ohio State guy. Cool, no look passes though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for Sean Early, I'm Jason McIntyre. This is a NBA playoff edition. Coming up, winners subscribe, rate, and review. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then. <laughs>